because in order to name the fruit an orange, it had to have existed. Oh, I see. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of an interesting discussion. Sometimes today I'm back with the regular boys. That's Harsha, Haran, and Christian. And today we have a very special guest, uh, someone that I have gotten to know a lot better uh, more recently in New York City. Uh, his name is Mihir. Mihir, do you want to introduce yourself to everybody on the podcast? Yeah. Hey, everyone. Um, I'm Mihir. I moved to New York like two months ago now. Wow. feels like a lot longer and also <laughs> a lot shorter at the same time. <laughs> um, but yeah, before that, I was in Seattle for a couple of years. And yeah, like Tune mentioned, I met him when I visited New York before I decided to move. Yeah. Um, and then now I've been here. Um, we've hung out a couple of times. So yeah. nice to meet everyone. Yeah, actually, um, like one of the, I think the first time we like officially met was when you came to my apartment, maybe like two weeks after I had moved in, in, in March, something like that. Yeah. That was um, the one. and I remember we had like a, that was like the first time that we had a bunch of people over and we were taking shot tequila shots or whatnot. And I was tasked with cutting the limes. Um, and, do you remember this? I was yeah. hoping you wouldn't, but, <laughs> um, they were like fresh out the fridge and hard and whatnot and i just could not fucking cut these limes and i just felt like an idiot and mihir was like you should hold the knife like this and i'm like yeah that's fine and then i passed it over to ajay and ajay just started cutting them. <laughs> um but yeah i was yeah i was a little bit embarrassed in that moment but i my cutting skills have improved since then don't worry yeah um, out of necessity or out of like you want to improve them <laughs> A little bit of both, mostly he out of necessity. That, on, that he would not. Yeah. <laughs> I will say I don't think I have really cut a lime since. So, oh, there goes that. Um, anyway, yeah, like you were mentioning, you just moved to New York, but where were you before? Uh, Seattle. So I was in Seattle for two, yeah, two years, mm-hmm. um, and then before that, I did a quick stint in Novo, which is actually the first time I think I met Christian, um, and I was yeah. there for like seven-ish months. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it was a pandemic I'd started work in Seattle, but I didn't want to move there cause I didn't really know anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything was shut down. So it didn't really seem like a smart move in general. Yeah. Um, and it was going into the, I guess it was the end of the summer, but it was going into the winter. And from what I'd heard about the Seattle winners, I was like, this mm-hmm. seems like a triple whammy of just not a fun time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you're in Seattle for two years. Did you, what did you think of that experience? Do you miss anything? I liked it. Yeah. Uh, Ooh. From New, like compared to New York, the nature, and I was never a big yeah. nature person. Like everyone there loved hiking. I mm. don't like hiking. Oh my <laughs> um, fucking god, dude, that's fucking. Yeah. <laughs> I like hate hiking, but um, I the nature because I, I think a unique thing about Seattle is that like you get the city and like everything you want with a big city experience. But mm. I like distinctly remember any direction you look, you just see mountains or you just mm-hmm. see like some sort of big nature monument. Mm-hmm. which I haven't gotten here. And honestly, like, I mean, growing up, I'm from Richmond and growing up there, I didn't get that either. Um, yeah. So that's definitely something I miss. Just the overall nature, like the combination of nature and getting a city vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I feel that. I think uh, being in New York, you definitely start to appreciate that shit a lot more. Like I, <laughs> I just got home um, back to Nova recently mm-hmm. and um, the trees here are a lot more alive than in New York, it seems. <laughs> And yeah. like, just, there's just like a row of like really nice, like red and orange trees on the way out of my neighborhood. And I literally took a video and I, I mean, for the past, whatever, however long I've been living here, it I happens every year, it. but I never yeah. like actually appreciate it. Uh, and I'm like, wow, trees, I've never seen those before all of a sudden. <laughs> um, 
But now that's true. Why don't you like hiking? Ooh, that's a good question. I like exercising. It's not like, oh, I don't want to exercise. I don't want to sweat. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't like I think a lot of people, they like hiking for the views. And I like the views. But I think they also like it for the hike. I just mm-hmm. don't find climbing uneven surfaces enjoyable. Yeah. I mean, okay, that being said, though, like if somebody were to be like, let's go to an obstacle course. I love that. Like that seems like a lot of fun. So maybe I should rethink my thoughts on hiking. Um, yeah, I don't know if I have a concrete reason. I mean, it's yeah, all like condition based stuff, right? So like, it's uneven surfaces, but like if they're wet, there's like a lot of danger. Like, uh, you know, that's true. Yeah, and yeah, and I mean, like, okay, Seattle. Like everyone thinks it rains a ton. I think in the two months that I've been in New York. I felt the rain worse than I did in two years in Seattle. <laughs> That's I think crazy. The thing with Seattle is like I, I don't. I guess have you guys been? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you guys go in the summer? The magical winter? moment. We, we went, went in the summer. Harsha, why did we go? Oh, I proposed to my uh, wife there. He's about to say oh, his girlfriend. <laughs> his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> hey yo. Yeah, we were uh, all, so he was in the summer. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah, like it was like July, like a couple years ago. Nice. Um, Wait, uh, what was the, what was it like, propo- like, where was it in Seattle? What was uh, it was in uh, Gasworks Park. Ooh, okay. Like, overlooking the lake, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It was a good spot. That's it was kind of busy, but um, I'm glad yeah. it didn't rain. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but yeah, so, like, Seattle has a lot of, like, very light rain mm-hmm. to the point where, basically, it's, like, default for me to just take a raincoat with me anywhere. But now mm. in New York, like, I need an umbrella. <laughs> like, yeah. a raincoat doesn't do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, to your point about the conditions, that definitely would add to it. Um, I think it was just such a given that everyone in Seattle loved hiking. And I mm. came into it not really being that nature either. Like I'd like being yeah. outside, but I wouldn't be like, I want to go explore this random like park. That being said, though, I think over time I came to really appreciate that and just be able to like disconnect from things. And mm-hmm. I had a car there, so like just drive to the water and like sit there. There was a lot of times where I wouldn't have plans to be a weekday or a weekend. I would just drive over to the water, sit and just like eat dinner there mm-hmm. and like read a book. And it was very peaceful. That sounds nice. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think going back to hiking, I feel like for me, I love the feeling like of me like going up to that because like, I know I'm going to see a view when I get to the top and then you get to the top mm-hmm. you see the view like oh it's good I'm, I'm glad we did this but yeah. then going down just I hate it because <laughs> like, like yeah. one it's just like oh you're going back to like ground level where like fuck who gives a shit and then like second, <laughs> like on my knees it hurts like hell for me at least mm-hmm. like like going down slopes um so yeah so, yeah but hiking is I think it's good but like I, I don't understand people that like do it like every weekend I couldn't I couldn't do that I, I, wish they had, I wish they had more round trip hikes because i feel like usually we just turn around but i feel like if we kept going the other way and go down mm. it would be a little different that's fair yeah there Ooh. are some i feel like but for the most yeah, part i guess at that, at that point you'd need like somebody else to take the car to the other one <laughs> that's point. also true yeah <laughs> which <laughs> i mean i'll happily car. take the car to the other one if we're yeah. trying to go on a hike <laughs> i'll be the guy in the car driving yeah yeah i think for me generally the view is like nice but i, I don't think it's ever like the payoff is never worth the effort, it seems like to me. Mm. And also like I like the same thing about uneven surfaces, except it's like I can't even look up and appreciate what is like on the way because I'm too busy looking at the ground to like not trip. <laughs> um, like I'll, I'll, I'll be looking down for a while and then I look up and I'm like, wow, I'm in a different place. And then I look back down again and then, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. I would argue that it's a fun, like, socializing event, though. If it's not, if the, if the hike's not too strenuous, I feel like usually, like, it's a good time to just, like, talk and 
walk, I guess. Yeah, that's the thing. Minimal I feel like if, if you're not like uh, like actively, not necessarily working out, but like working hard, then to me, it's not really a hike. It's just a up, uphill walk. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's kind of a different a different experience than like if you're going on a hike. It could be an easy trail, and then it's just a I don't know fabricated walking experience. Walk. So. My question is, who's out here like exploring the woods to like make oh. this make this a trail? You know what I mean? Like, are there, do people oh. do that like professionally? You can't no, get paid I mean, off that's of it. Christian kind of people. Not, <laughs> well, what do you mean by that? <laughs> uh, it depends. I feel like mo- most trails that like people know about, like they've been around for like years. Like, especially mm-hmm. if you if there's earth that like when you go on hikes that like. I mean, clearly it's been cut down, like things like that take years to like develop so that it's actually mm-hmm. just a pathway. Um, but I mean, there's like, well, I don't know what they're called, like park ranger systems or whatever, like uh, that take care of just kind of like the open. Preserve the, preserve mm-hmm. the park. Yeah. yeah. There's uh, nature, some like states or states have like nature. I don't know what the fucking word is for it, but basically people that take care of the natural habitat of everything. Yeah. And so they're in charge of the the parks and the trails and all that sort of stuff. So mm-hmm. there's people that just that's do a good it. question, though. But people get paid for it, too. Yeah, that's a good question. But, like, what what happens if there's, let's just say, like a mile of forest, like, inclined forest? Who decides what that path is? Does somebody decide <laughs> yeah, to walk? Right. <laughs> hey, man. <Just> start <laughs> at the top, get a helicopter up there, and then... <laughs> And the work you went down? Yep. I don't know. That sounds hella scary to me. Especially, like, I mean, half the year is, like, dark after a certain time. So, like, I don't know. Um, yeah, getting lost on a hike in the dark is pretty scary. I feel like. Yeah. A bad fear of mine. I, the one, well, one of the one hikes that I've been on, um, I went up. The hike was called Poo Poo Point. I don't remember <laughs> why it was called that. That's a bad start. but i got up there the view was great um but i remember us not timing when we should come back down correctly and it was like pitch black while we were coming back or it got really dark while we were coming back down to Mm -hmm. the point that it was like kind of dangerous because for like inclined areas you don't know where you're gonna step yeah just like fall off a cliff thankfully nobody did but Mm. yeah damn was it dangerous on the way up like were you worried on the way down uh i was worried on the way down more so because i couldn't see stuff like yeah. going up, it wasn't like it didn't feel dangerous going up. Yeah. But yeah. Um I, I think it just also it becomes very eerie. I think everything that makes yeah. the nature beautiful during the day or like a sunset makes it equally as eerie at night. Mm-hmm. Um I remember like the I wanna say it's like two weeks before I um moved. Um I wanted to go to Mount Rainier. Um and so the national park is like I want to say like an hour and a half away from downtown Seattle, an hour and a half too. Mm-hmm. And so one day after work, I just decided to go. Um, in hindsight, I probably should have told somebody that I was going because I kind of just did like a solo <laughs> thing. But on the way down, I was on the phone with some friends and I told them, hey, I'm going. And I didn't think I'd lose reception. But once I hit the like boundary of the park, mm-hmm. I lost reception. And for like an hour I think, no, for like 30 minutes in, there was no reception. And I was like, oh, this is beautiful, like water and mountains, stuff like that. But all that stuff, like when I left, I was I was going to, my plan was going to be to sleep there the night, just in mm. my car. 
Um, because I wanted to catch the sunset oh, and sunrise perfect. at this one part mm. called Reflection Lakes. Um, and it's basically a lake like it's angled to where you can see Mount Rainier and its reflection, like the same mm. view. Mm -hmm. Um, and it looks, it looks sweet. Um, so I, I got it at sunset, but I wanted to get it at sunrise, but then I asked a park ranger and they were like, no, you got to go home. And I was like, <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll go home. <laughs> when I was driving out, it was very scary. Cause it was just yeah. like all dark. Like I felt fine. Cause I was in my car, but like if my car broke down, uh, that's it. Mm. <laughs> it's over. It's over. Yeah. Yeah. You should have just told him your car broke down at that viewpoint. And then what's he going to do? He'd probably escort me to like some random town nearby. Yeah. Oh, true. <laughs> yeah. Get out shit. yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of Seattle, though, is there a reason you left Seattle and moved to New York? Or is it just because for fun? Yeah. No, uh, that's a good question. Um, I thought about this a lot to decide mm -hmm. like where it was. So mm -hmm. I think the biggest general reason is more like I wanted to try something new. Mm -hmm. I was like ready to experience something. I feel like I'd gotten comfortable in Seattle. Mm -hmm. um both in a good way but i also think in like a way that i didn't like like i mm -hmm. wanted to try something new i wanted to push myself be uncomfortable um and that's kind of my general philosophy on things at least right now in the like stage of our lives we're in yeah i was very much like hey i want to try something new new york is very much not i i would say like me in general mm -hmm. um and i was debating between california and new york mm -hmm. and so for like a couple of months before my lease had ended i uh went to SF, like Palo Alto, and then New York as well. Um, so to answer your question on like, is there a reason you left? It wasn't necessarily like I wanted to leave Seattle. Mm -hmm. It was more like I wanted to try somewhere new. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I like brainstormed a bunch of random cities, not random cities, but like a bunch of different cities too. Mm -hmm. um, but it eventually came down to California and New York. And then eventually I decided on New York. Um, I think the next question will be why new york over like california why new york in general yeah um, i think there's a lot of things but i think one thing that i noticed about seattle a lot was it, it was like a tech hub so there's a lot of tech mm -hmm. and you know i'm in tech so it was it was like fine to some extent but i also think there wasn't any like diversity of like thought and experience mm -hmm. yeah. which i think new york has a huge benefit of that's true um and so that was another reason um, and I knew more people in New York, not in the sense like, oh, I want to have friends in the place mm -hmm. that I'm living, but I'm like, oh, you know what? It'll be a more interesting experience to like branch out with friends around mm -hmm. than trying to do it on my own, which is kind of what I did in Seattle. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that was another reason. I also love food and, <laughs> <laughs> and like New York and food going yeah, in yeah, hand. Yeah. but, but yeah, I, I think the biggest thing was it was just, it was the most different from what I had been experiencing day to day and who I know I kind of am. Mm -hmm. And so it's been, you know, an adjustment, but I'm, I'm all for it. Just that was, out of curiosity, why was Paul also like in your, concluded with SF or was it like yeah, was it two separate things um, you're considering or? Yeah, there were, there were two separate. Um, well, when I thought of California, I was thinking one of those two. Um, primarily for like, I wanted to be closer to the startup space. Like I worked mm -hmm. at a startup, mm -hmm. um, and I wanted to be close to the VC space as well. And so I went back to SF, I interned there my sophomore summer. Um, and it was great then, but that was at the peak of like everything mm -hmm. COVID hadn't hit. Mm -hmm. The tech bubble was like booming. Yeah, yeah. Um, I went and visited again and it felt so dead. I don't know if you guys have <laughs> been recently or at all, but like, it was a drastic comparison mm. from like whatever 20, I don't remember what that 18 to like 2020. I heard a lot of similar uh, stories because I had a lot of friends that also like interned 
or like were out in SF like during like our college summers. Yeah. And then like they went they went back again like after COVID and like it was a completely different experience. I think like SF got hit pretty hard with like during COVID in general in terms of like people living there. Yeah. And, like, homeless population increasing as well. Um, but you lived there just post COVID, so like. How what did you think? Yeah, about? but I guess I lived in Palo Alto though. So like that's what I'm saying. Like you lived in Palo Alto, like post COVID, but without the pre COVID like knowledge of it. So like Yeah, like I actually enjoyed I enjoyed like whenever I went up to SF, mm-hmm. like I enjoyed it. Like I, I I thought it was good for I thought it was nice for what it was. Like um I don't think I appreciate like busy cities as much as some people do. So mm-hmm. like kind of just like be able to walk around and just like kinda like have kind of like have like the street to myself but also there's still a good amount of people out and about as well yeah um well my only complaint about sf ever really was that like you never know what kind of day you're gonna get into like visibility <laughs> and like <laughs> i don't like i'm not a big fan of foggy weather in general um so that was like my always my biggest like downside towards the city but why don't yeah. you like fog i don't know like i just Who like likes fog? the sea clear sky yeah do you like yeah. fog i kind of like fog i think it makes everything a lot more like cinematic mysterious mm. Like, like when you're like driving third blind throughout the <laughs> what? Of your day. No, 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 no. Okay, there's a difference between like dummy foggy and like a good foggy. I don't know what kind of fog you were Sentences experiencing. That have never been said before. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like if you're if I'm driving late at night and it's kind of foggy and I got like the right like synth type music on. <laughs> no, no, dude, driving at night with fog. What the hell? That's like. That's I was horrible. with you until you said they driving at night with. Fog. Really, yeah, I, yeah, think yeah, that's, I, I think I'm that's. I think that's with fog, but then at night, like you want to crash. Yeah, no, no, okay. <laughs> Maybe the I mean, fog like, I'm driving through is good, not that but... bad. I don't know. I don't know. I just think when when I have the right music on, I'm driving through fog late at night, and there's the lights and like the the traffic lights or whatever. I think that's I think that's a cool feeling. I don't know. Maybe it's just me then. I don't I know. You. I think it might Maybe. just be you, bro. It you might just be me. You, you might be thinking of it like haze, where it's like just kind of like there, and it's not like mm. obstructing anything. Fog, bro. You ain't seeing shit, dog. Okay. okay. <laughs> Maybe I'm, I think I'm it haze. Back to like times where I'd like go. Like I think I've gone to see the Golden Gate, or like or at least like made an attempt to go see the Golden Gate like three or four times, and like in my lifetime, I guess of like just being SF and. Uh, I don't think I've ever been there on a day where it's a clear visibility because of the freaking fog in that city. Whoa. That's crazy. Um, Wait, how long were you in Palo Alto? Or were you in Palo Alto? I was in Palo Alto. I was for school. I was was in my master's at Stanford. I was only there for a year. Um, Okay. uh, Palo Alto, I didn't get to explore it that much, but it's a nice city for what it is. Yeah. Uh, It's pretty pretty small. Pretty small. Pretty expensive. Pretty bougie in a way. Um, But... Yeah, I mean, I think that's just with all the tech companies being there, everything just came mm-hmm. expensive. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, going back to New York food, I heard yeah. you like to cook. I do uh, like to cook. Yeah, yeah. This is a this is an interesting topic because I think we have some good cooks here, but I don't know if anybody here really likes to cook. Um, I'll defer to Christian. I feel like Christian is probably the best cook out of all of us for sure. Um, Harsha, you're shaking your head. No, I don't like cooking. I was shaking my head. No, Christian, do you like to cook? I, I don't know if I've ever asked you that. Okay. Yeah, I think it's a good experience. It's. I think I don't like having the meal prep every week because mm-hmm. it's just a time-consuming thing. Um, but other than that, I do enjoy cooking. Like I enjoy like cooking on the weekends when like I can put a little more thought into something. Mm-hmm. I enjoy. Like when I, I have a hive job. So like when I make like breakfast slash lunch on my days that I'm at home, I enjoyed that because it's always like, okay, how can I incorporate eggs and potatoes into something that I haven't done before? <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
So I do enjoy cooking. I think you can do lots of things with lots of different things with the same thing. Uh, like the ingredients are whatever you make out of them. So I feel like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a challenge. It's, you know, something cool to do. And yeah. Yeah. Do you oh, let your like imagination take over or do you like, you have like TikToks or shit that you like, okay, see so that inspire you? This, this is something that uh, I don't know here if you would agree with this or not. Like when I see a recipe, I don't, I follow recipes, but only with the ingredients. So like when I see a recipe, I'm like, oh, it has like this, 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 and these spices. But I don't look at the quantities of everything. Uh, like I'll look at like maybe how much to, how, like what temperature to put it in the oven or something like that. Um, then I'll maybe I'll look at like the time, like, oh, it says like 19 to 20 minutes. I'll set a timer for like 15 minutes and then look at it. Um, but like, if it says like, oh, two cups of onions, bro, I'm not going to fucking measure out two cups of onions, dude. I'm, <laughs> yeah. like, I'm just going to put enough onions in the pan to where it looks good. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. what's good enough to me? I'm not going to do like, oh, two teaspoons of paprika, bro. I'm just going to season it. Like, something yeah, I'm with it, you. It just, I don't know. You give me the ingredients and I can figure it out from there. Like, there's certain steps I got to do. Like, all right, I'll, I'll remember those. But I don't know. If you just follow yeah. everything to a recipe, like. It's not your own, you know? You're just I agree. doing it. Yeah. I feel like baking is the one that I've mm. heard that, you know, proportions Super, are really important. Yeah. And I've, like, baked before, and I think it definitely changes things yeah. if you don't, you know, use a certain amount of baking soda or you wait until something cools or doesn't cool. Yeah. But I'm with you on the ingredients. I feel like after a certain point, I'm just, like, I know how... I like bucket foods in general category. So it's like, I know how this is going to turn out or have mm-hmm. to make it. It's just a matter of like, what I like the proportions. If I want to make it yeah. a little spicier, I'll just add more we'll paprika. If it's yeah. not spicy enough, we'll I'll add more. Mm-hmm. So I'm with you. Yeah, I, I feel like also following on. recipes makes it like, yeah, what you said, it doesn't make it your own. It like takes the, I think the therapy out of it. Like it feels like you're just mm-hmm. doing a task. It's like homework. Which, yeah. yeah, which I get for like, I, I think a lot of, in general, the sentiment around cooking is it's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And granted, I think since I've moved to New York, I have not like cooked, cooked. It's more been like, I need to feed myself. Let me like mm-hmm. make something mm-hmm. that, you know, can fuel me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think if you have like certain ideas of how you want to cook and mm-hmm. you kind of just use them however you see fit, they're like tools. It's like the, what is that? The like fisherman analogy, like teach somebody to fish yeah, yeah. versus mm-hmm. like giving them the fish. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, yeah, it makes it a lot more fun to cook because then it's like, oh, I've got this like, um, I don't know, I'm sorry, like some random vegetable. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I kind of want to try cooking it. You don't necessarily like I don't necessarily look something up. I kind of just I'm like, OK, cool. Salt, pepper. I want to make it more like Mexican flavored. I'll add like cumin, mm-hmm. um, paprika. Um, and then it's like, cool. I've got like a kind of Mexican flavored, um, what do you call it? vegetable something. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's fun. Did you always like to cook or is this like something that you just, or like maybe you're, you and your family or something? Is it like that? Yeah, or? no, growing up, I didn't cook that much, but I liked, like, mm-hmm. I, I think I'd have like spurts growing up where I'd be like, okay, I want to cook dinner today. Sometimes mm-hmm. my dad would cook and I feel like my dad would just take <laughs> the most random ingredients yeah. and put them together and he was like, here. He started doing this thing once I went to college, whenever I'd visit home, he would just take whatever things you could blend and put it into a blender and give it to me to drink. He's like, I'll have this taste. And I mean, like, you can't really go that wrong. It was all, yeah. like, in the realm of, like, fruit and stuff or, like, yeah, okay. vegetable. It wouldn't be like, I'm going to blend a chicken. 
<laughs> Although I guess you've got like what are the like apple sausages, you know, like the yeah. flavored. So maybe that would work, but I hope he doesn't hear this because then I feel like he's inspired. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, growing up, I didn't cook that much. But whenever I had some free time, mm-hmm. I would. Um, I think it was once I got to, well, not college, because college until my senior year, I didn't have my own apartment. Like we had to live on campus for the first three years. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't really much of a space to cook. Mm. Um, senior year, I cooked a lot. And then once I got to Seattle, I cooked a ton because I also mm. lived alone both years. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think I just like, I was like, oh, I kind of need to eat. And I'd look in the kitchen. It's like, okay, I have to cook it. <laughs> yeah. I go and make something. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's true. That's a good point. I feel like when you live by yourself, like you have more flexibility about just like, oh, I can cook whenever, like whenever I need to, like, I don't have to worry about like taking other people's space, but also like nobody else is going to do it. So I got to figure it out no matter what, but I, I, yeah. I enjoy like the the freedom of not having to worry about okay am I gonna go out when this person's like making their lunch or whatever and like mm. cook for two and a half hours you know like feel like I'm mm-hmm. taking up their space so yeah 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 I, I think also being like living alone it gave me a lot more time for better or for worse to just think and mm-hmm. like do things that I'm like oh I kind of want to do this I could like put more action to my thoughts I guess because there's mm. more space to think um, and cooking was one of those. Right. But yeah, I definitely feel you that also like our kitchen now compared to the kitchen I had in our <laughs> kitchen. I guess it's, turn you've been there. It's yeah. like a corner. It's mm. like it's so small. <laughs> it's like the the entire counter space, like minus that that um extra like table thing that you guys got, I think would be yeah. the size of your desk, Christian. Mm. What? Yeah. <laughs> that's no way maybe a little bit bigger than the desk but Um, really like there's not that much because it's also like like there's a sink in the middle right so yeah it's so it's like the kitchen is like in a corner but the overlap of the two edges is the sink and then Mm. one of the two spots is the stove so the only real (laughs) counter is just the right sliver but also like i i like coffee so i have a espresso machine and right now the espresso machine is sitting there mm-hmm. so <laughs> there's like no space we have this like to mention we have this like uh external countertop that we got yeah. from ikea mm-hmm. we gotta hang our pots and pans on top of it that's generally well like cut and cook or cut and like prep stuff and then cook it yeah so we don't have that much space <laughs> damn Washing dishes is also like it's weird because you're in the corner, so you're kind of like leaning over. You don't have a oh, way to like get yeah. close to the mm-hmm. sink. You're kind of just like I, I feel like my legs and core like working out whenever I'm leaning over. <laughs> I can't like fall over, but it's I can't so get close crazy. enough. Oh man! So, um, but that those that's life experiences mm-hmm. that are you know unforgettable. So <laughs> make you appreciate your so next uh, hopefully your next kitchen uh. yeah. yeah i think that's that is one thing unique to uh new york is that you learn to appreciate even the smallest things <laughs> like yeah um but i think yeah. haran had a haran had a good question for you in your cooking uh journey haran wanted to ask you like what is something that you would vow never to cook again oh that's good I'm trying to think of what my answer to that would be. Vow to never cook again. Okay. Haran, do you have an answer? Me? No, not yet, actually. I'm, I'm also very, I'm a very novice uh, 
chef i guess you could say mm-hmm. um but so far everything i've made i think i've been have served it have done its like role or job i guess yeah i can't really complain yeah i've never like fucked anything so bad that i'm like i'm never gonna yeah i'm never gonna cook again i was just wondering about some horrible yeah i was i was thinking of it from the angle of like what's something that didn't bring me the like it could have been edible and fine Mm -hmm. yeah but maybe it's Mm -hmm. like what's something that just was disappointing yeah didn't hit the as an experience to eat Mm -hmm. and i was thinking of like indian food in general like it's not like I'm not going to cook it again and I want to mm-hmm. get better at cooking it. But like I've tried making. Um, so one of my like favorite things growing up that my mom would make. Um, so I'm Marathi and like uh, the thing was called Pindi Chibaji, which is basically like, I don't know what you like, like Subji. Mm. Is that? Yeah, yeah. So like Bhaji is that in Marathi, which mm-hmm. is basically like a. How do I explain it? Like a cooked vegetable with spices. Mm-hmm. Um, and Pindi is okra. Right. And so I love that. Um, and whenever my mom or grandma would make it, I like, I absolutely love it. And I've tried making it and I've tried making like chole before. Yeah. And there, it like turns out good, but it doesn't, mm. I don't know. It doesn't hit the same. Yeah. Like it's something feels off about it. And mm-hmm. I think it is, I mean, I, I feel like it's, this is kind of like a cop out answer. Cause it's like, well, yeah, anything, you know, growing up, you ate, right. you want like that environment around. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Nah, that feels wrong to say. That's what I'd vow to never cook again um that's fair i feel like there's high expectations too like surrounding it so yeah it would have to be really good for you to like be yeah. happy with what you did <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll jump on that and say it was one time i made parathas from scratch and it just wasn't worth the work like they were good <laughs> but it was just so much like yeah. do it make the dough wait cut them up roll them out wait <laughs> which is i don't know it, the, yeah. the time commitment like it was good like I, I definitely was like oh maybe if it's a special occasion i'll do this again but like bro mm. it just was the time <laughs> it's not nah okay christian when we go to malaysia we'll get those fresh prathas off the grill what, what was the first what was the first part of that sentence when we go to malaysia okay what? i just need to make sure i heard you right okay what happened trust oh i thought when you said it i thought you guys were going no, yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> this is just, oh, just like a like running that. joke that you <laughs> no, guys this, want this to. Dude, this but... dude just made it up on the spot right now. No, I, 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 mean, I just said we should go. Uh, <laughs> I, I go I go pretty often with that family there. So I'm saying Christian's cool. Oh, I see, I see. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think for That's mine, um, I think for mine, basically I saw this like TikTok guy. He's like a UK brown man that made, he makes like all like high protein, like meal prep type um, stuff yeah. like that. And so, like, he had this high-protein, like, chicken curry, whatever, whatever, um, and he made it rice. And that thing was, like, not a curry based on, like, the, the recipe instructions he gave. Like, I don't think I've cooked enough to really, like, know if people are, like, capping in the instructions in an Instagram caption. Um, but there was – it was just no – there was no great – there was no sauce. There was no curry. It was just dead-ass chicken. Yeah. And, like, I think – like after I followed his like his instructions like what spices and stuff I don't even think I like followed like to the tea right like the teaspoons or whatever I kind of just mm. did what looks good even that was like wrong and I just added like Indian spices onto it after because I was like <laughs> let me just save this with some like garam masala yeah. and like chili powder um, yeah that was I, I literally blocked that man's on Instagram actually I got to <laughs> no way because i spent a lot i spent a lot of time on it because i think i mean here i was actually telling you this recently because um 
I don't think I really like have practiced or like know how to cook chicken well yet. Oh yeah. Um, and so like if this was kind of a way for me to like learn and I was like, Oh, it's pretty like low stakes. Like you can't go yeah. that wrong. Um, but it did not even because of like necessarily the chicken, but it was like just the flavor and like the instructions. So, so shit. So, um, regardless, yeah, I will not be following oh. him again. Was it bye golden bye. balance? No, I, I, no, he's not UK though, but I like golden oh, yeah. balance. Golden balance is chill. I, I he's followed good. his, um, I followed his, uh, halal cart recipe, part of it recently. Um, Oh, it's a side question. What's your favorite halal cart in New York? I don't know. Have these? I don't know if they've been to any famous ones. No, I've only been. To it could just be like the one that was Fruits, near. Bro, Fruits is the goat. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever been that one. Oh, it's just one place. It's just one place that was close to where Ankit was staying. Um, actually, I got the Ankit. Ankit's friend was staying at uh, mm-hmm. like a couple years ago. Um, mm-hmm. And we just went there, and I remember the name was called Fruit, and it stood out. Um, it was like pretty okay street food. It wasn't that great, <laughs> <laughs> but it was really well, cheap. I'll try it, it out, was, and let you know. <laughs> it was really cheap. Well, uh, the only time I, I ever I, tried to go yeah. get Hall Cart was the one that's at the end of On Kids Street, and they were closed. So, damn, uh, which is crazy because usually I would think that they're always open, but. Me and Ankit got that one time, and I asked the guy to make it more spicy, and Ankit's like, why the fuck did you say that it's already so spicy? And I was like, nah, man, it'll be fine. And then I, we got it back, and then we were eating at his place, and I was literally running around his apartment because it was so spicy. I was like, I don't know how to get this out. No way. Yeah, it was so bad. Wait, have you had a Rowdy Rooster? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. You had it? Yeah. Oh what this is a rooster? fucking story. Dude, so um, Rowdy Rooster is a Indian chicken sandwich shop. Um, in oh. New York. Um, and the, it was Ankit's birthday, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I came up for Ankit's birthday, um, Ankit, Nays, and uh, Ajay's birthday. And like we did some separate stuff for Nays' birthday. And then Trun and I, I was staying at Ankit's, but like Trun came over. And they had gone to Rowdy Rooster for dinner. Um, but they had gotten an extra couple of chicken burgers or chicken sandwiches. And they got the hottest one and had brought it home. And naturally, you had to eat it. Um, no. No, and they were, like, each taking turns, like, trying it to, like, see oh. how fucking bad it is. And the minute we step out of the elevator, they're like, oh, they're like, oh, you got to come taste this. Yeah, and they told us it was, like, they didn't tell us it was hot. They told us it was, like, oh, this is, like, a really great burger. You should try it. You never had a rowdy rooster or whatever? Okay, and clearly, I don't know what the fuck went through Drew and said, but as soon as Anke and Shrijit opened their mouth, I completely distrust everything that they're going to say. So, <laughs> that's fair so i knew it was a trap but i figured it couldn't be that bad i mean I yeah ghost peppers before like, you know it can't be it can't be life-altering it wasn't it wasn't like a pleasant experience it was actually like seasoned very well like it, if it wasn't as spicy as it was like it would be very good but yeah it was um i would not recommend getting the five i think it was is their scale is one to five yeah i think like like christian said i had a lot more trust for some reason in, in Ankit and Shrijith and I took a big bite yeah, yeah, and man. I do like you like I'm pretty good with spice I would say that was like the closest I've been to like potentially throwing up because of spice like because I, I I had a bite and then I was like it's not that bad and then it just builds and then yeah. I was drinking so much water and this dude doesn't have he, I don't think he had cold water in his apartment because he's a fucking idiot um and then later, drinking warm water. I was drinking like, or like really room temperature water, uh, and it was just not helping. And then randomly, like I found some like mango lassi, and I just 
took the lid off and Wait, just started why, drinking why, that. He has ice in his fridge. You can use ice. No, he didn't. He didn't have. He he wasn't helping. He wasn't helping. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know where the fuck he was. I drank so much water. I went to the I bathroom to like pee. Like, can you give me something? Give from the cold. This guy's just fucking like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I went to the bathroom to go pee, and then at the same time, I like burped because I drank so much water. And in that instance, you know when you burp and you're like, oh, I could. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. but mm-hmm. I didn't. It was just yeah. you know, it was a little yeah. false alarm. But it was, it was, it was not good. Yeah, there were a lot of people shuffling in and out of that bathroom that night. That, that <laughs> yeah, yeah, there were. Sure. Bro. Um, Thanks, Rowdy Rooster. Just that sandwich. That that number five. That yeah, number, yeah, number yeah. five. Yeah. Um, but I do want to try it like in a regular ass scenario rather than whatever the fuck torture chamber that they came up with. <laughs> um, but I've heard a lot of good things about it. So have you been? I have, and I have a similar experience to you guys. Well, so I so it's it's like a block away from us. Oh, and so okay. one day we went, um, like the three of us, or uh, Anuj and Sachin, um, my roommates, uh, we went. And I hadn't eaten that day until then. And I think Oof. we went pretty late. Um, and I love spicy food. Like, I mm-hmm. will always get the spiciest. This time around, I got a four because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, you know what? I should maybe try and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. We go and sit down. And I was, this is the first time I think I was eating something spicy with Sachin. Mm-hmm. and i was telling him like oh i love spicy food and like even if it hurts like that's the enjoyment yeah and i take one bite and i was done for like the next three hours like oh. i didn't eat any more of it we were like sitting at a park and i was just pacing back and forth like hunched over <laughs> in that. and i think because i had nothing in my stomach yeah. i could feel the like yeah. spice just like destroying my stomach mm-hmm. that was the first time where i've eaten something spicy and like one i felt like throwing up but two my stomach was just like it caused me to just like hunch over yeah um so yeah long story short i i empathize with your pain <laughs> the pacing is so real again. bro i don't think i'm gonna honestly yeah. be going to that place no it's really no, no, you should go, go and get like a two or a three bro and then, and then you'll be yeah. fine yeah. and it, well the thing is even that even though it's spicy like christian was saying it still tasted good yeah. like which is crazy but um, i agree yeah there was it um, tasted like an indian chicken sandwich yeah right? which yeah. i appreciate did its job yeah. That's like yeah. garam masala, bro, for sure. <laughs> no. um, oh man. Um, one last question about cooking. Um, yeah, yeah. Is there what was like the most challenging thing you made? This goes to everyone. I think for me, the most challenging. Um, I made butter paneer. Um, my mom usually doesn't make that at home uh, unless it's like very special occasions, and even then, mm-hmm. it's more. She does more of like a South Indian style of it than. And like the North Indian. Um, and like, I remember talking on the phone with my mom, like before I made it, um, cause it was like my first time, like doing something that required like more than a few steps to make Indian food in an Instapot. Um, yeah. and I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to try and make it. She's like, don't, you're going to fuck it up. And I was like, damn, <laughs> like, what the fuck? No. And so, but, but then I made it anyway. Um, and I don't actually think it was particularly that hard. Um, but I also think it required the most steps out of anything else I've made. Um, it was like the newest, um, but it, it turned out great, bro. Like I actually think it turned out like almost restaurant quality. Um, friend of the podcast the took of it looked really good. Yeah, dude, it looked awesome. legit, didn't it? Too like yeah. it, it, the color was right, and I didn't add like any food coloring or anything like that. Oh, um, okay, which is crazy. I don't know how that really happened. Maybe result of the tomatoes, but the the biggest yeah. like validation I got was from our friend Guzzy, who came over and had had a bit of it, and she was like, "Oh my god, this oh. is so good." And Guzzy knows food, you know? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Why could you say that with like such a different <laughs> mm-hmm. Sorry. No, I'm, I'm thinking while he's talking about my answer to this yeah. question. I, I, I'm thinking really hard. I think it's actually what I answered. I would never make again, which is <laughs> actually, well, I made a whole meal. It wasn't just the parathas. I also made a curry with it. So like mm-hmm. all that all together, it wasn't really a masala curry. It was more spicy than that. Um, or it wasn't a tikka curry. It was more spicy than that. It was closer mm-hmm. to masala. It wasn't, again, like I, mm-hmm. I just kind of like got all this shit together and I just adjusted accordingly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I made that for meal prep one week. The only thing that like I thought was like really good was the rice because the rice came out and then I put like cardamom and everything in it. So, like, mm-hmm. and whatever. So that's yeah. not good. But yeah, I don't I feel like I wouldn't make that for meal prep again. I would like make make that for like a like a dinner. Um, that's probably also the hardest, just because of like I said, the time. There was a time in college where I made a curry that like I literally it was like this was more of like a thick curry. The other curry I made in college is like more like liquidy curry. Okay. Um, yeah. Where I had to wait for it for like hours to like simmer down and like soak up everything. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think what you said earlier with like baking is actually harder, mm. most challenging because it's like so scientific. Like you do like the wrong amount of like baking soda or whatever baking powder, then your whole like ratio is fucked up. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It's hard. What about you? Uh, I probably. I think the first time I ever made pasta from scratch, mm. um, or chole when I made chole because. The one I made, I ended up soaking the um, chickpeas, garbanzo beans yeah. overnight yeah. Um, in like tea bags. Oh, um, and then or was yeah, soaked it overnight in tea bags. And then part of the cooking process was with tea bags to give it that like darker color. Mm-hmm. Um, I, but I think with like cooking, I I want to say that making the pasta for the first time was more challenging because this just took more time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if that necessarily means more challenging, I, but I feel like that is part of it. Mm-hmm. The first time I made pasta from scratch, I didn't have any tools. I didn't even have the, like the, you know, the, uh, what is the roller? rolling pin? I'm forgetting the name. Yeah, rolling pin. <laughs> yeah, the rolling pin. I didn't have that. So I remember I took a wine bottle hey, and that's was trying to use yeah. that. But a wine bottle doesn't have two handles. It just yeah. has one. Yeah. So I was going like this. And, it was, and my, they kept rotating. They kind of like you do yeah. like a DJ mix right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so maybe that. Because then you also had to knead the dough. Yeah. And um, the first time I made it, I didn't know how long. So I ended up kneading it for like an hour. And it was just my hands. Oh, So I just like, like put on like a TV show or something. I might have been watching basketball. And it was just like back and forth, back and forth. And eventually rolling it out. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a like a pizza cutter either. This was like I was just doing this for the first time with zero preparation. Yeah. Um, so I'd say that was probably the toughest. <laughs> yeah, that sounds that sounds like a lot. Yeah. It did not turn out well. <laughs> <laughs> I ate it and I was like, this is just warm clumps of dough in like <laughs> tomato because <laughs> i didn't roll it out thin enough because yeah. at a certain point i just gave up and i was like yeah there's thicker pastas this was not that <laughs> yeah. this was just something wrong yeah wrong with you yeah me uh i don't think i've done anything too challenging i think like the one that was in the most out of the ordinary is when i made shrimp curry for the first time but mm-hmm. uh that should also turn out really good so I might do that again uh, when I go back because I liked it. I might try doing fish curry as well. I think I kind of just stayed mm-hmm. with the seafood just because, like, one, like, the smell before preparation is kind of 
not mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Um, and you also gotta like clean it more thoroughly than maybe other like meats, but um, uh, the taste is great. So I'm a big seafood guy, so I'm kind of glad that it went well. So I might have to try more seafood mm-hmm. uh, in the future. Wait, what's the craziest seafood you've tried? Craziest seafood? I don't think I've tried anything that crazy. Uh, I guess what is a crazy seafood? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There was one time. I mean, I'm not. I don't like really a fish like eyeball, maybe. Oh, that's that's up there. I've tried that, dude. That's that shit is. When Haran came to New York last time, we went to um, this place called Lum Lum, which is right next to mine. It's like a it's like a Thai place, kind of um, like uh-huh. a sea, more seafood oriented Thai place. And we got a whole Branzino, and our friend Helen, you met Helen, um, yeah, yeah. She like just picked out the eyeball from the fish and like sucked on it, and then she's like, "You just gotta suck on it. You can't eat the whole thing because like the eyeball part of it is like crunchy or something like that." Uh, and I was like, "This is just, this is like a lot right now to be like sitting across from." Are you vegetarian? No, I'm. I just don't okay, eat okay. beef or pork really. Okay. Or like, or like or red meat generally, eyeballs. yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. or fish, yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. I think uh, when I was in New York one time, I think for the same birthday that I was talking about before, uh, we went to dinner at like a Thai place, I think, as well. And mm-hmm. Anuj and I shared an eel roll, uh, which I'd never had before. Which yeah, the first there's they were first of all huge ass rolls, mm-hmm. um, but then like. We were full, so we were just trying to get. I was just trying to get rid of some of the, like the food, so it didn't feel like a waste. And then like, I thought it was good all the way until I ate the last one, and then I actually like felt the eel, and I was like, oh, <laughs> this may have ruined the whole experience. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the only other time, the only other like crazy seafood thing I could think of is I had squid ink rice one time. Mm-hmm. I don't even that think that technically counts as seafood, but it has a seafood component. It's like a seafood byproduct. Yeah. Kind yeah. Of. So is it, squidding doesn't really have any taste though, right? It's just it's black. It's so salty. Really? Yeah, it's salty. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't taste salt when I... I don't know. It could have just maybe been had some, rice, but Maybe you yeah. had black food coloring and they just labeled it. <laughs> Dude, actually, yeah. They, they very well could have done that, yeah. <laughs> so I want. I really. I want to amend my answer. It wasn't the shrimp curry. I remember I made uh, like there's, there's these Malay noodles or Indo noodles called uh, charquay tiao, and I made that when I was mm. uh, in California. And that one, I also was like, this is pretty ambitious for me because I never yeah. actually made like Asian fried noodle like noodles before. Yeah. Mm. Um. I only really ever made like rice and curry essentially, <laughs> or like pasta. Um. But that actually turned out really well too. So I think that might be my my favorite I've made so far. Yeah, with that you can. I also I put like shrimp, but that one I use like frozen shrimp because at that point I was too scared to to yeah. use like, real shrimp. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you like yeah. just frozen shrimp, and then I got like fish ball from H Mart. Um, is that good? But then the frozen the frozen uh, shrimp from Trader Joe's is it good? Or is I it just, like I just I just put it on the pan and just put it. I I fried it with the fish ball, so I think it got some of like that the juice from that. But would you say like warm. it's a big delta from fresh shrimp? Like, is it? What, I think is well, it the, the, the the one that I got were like. Well, they were like mini sized shrimp. They weren't like the normal um, size. Yeah. But uh, um, I know like H Mart has like the frozen shrimp that's already like deveined and everything and cleaned yeah. that like is bigger size. It's just more expensive. Yeah. Um, I think Trader yeah. Joe's also does too. As a, as a professional, they got five different sizes of frozen shrimp, man. So you can find whatever you want. In Trader Joe's, yeah, yeah, yeah they do. 
For context, um, Christian used to work at a Trader Joe's. Yeah, and I hate that. Oh, okay, I was a bit confused. I wasn't sure if he was a shrimp professional no. or a Trader Joe's <laughs> professional. And I was like, I mean, hey, that's, both are cool. I, I hate shrimp, but oh, okay. I, know, I know about the frozen shrimp at Trader Joe's. Yeah. <laughs> it was actually crazy because um, when we'd go grocery shopping um, back at Virginia Tech, Christian would know all like the number codes for like all the different vegetables. So you wouldn't have to like wow. browse through the um, like vegetable like search well, thing. Type in the name. Yeah, type in the name or whatever. Christian would just go like bananas. That's okay, like six, three, two, four, one. Yeah, that, I, that we I, should I, do that as a game on the podcast and, and test you to see if you still I, remember them. I only know, do it. I only know three off the top of my head now. I only know Damn. avocados, bananas, and limes. Deer washed, dude. Hey, oh. limes. I think Turin needs some limes. He <laughs> sure, hasn't cut any yet. <laughs> what, is, what is the number for limes, bro? I think it's 40, 48. Wait, so this is standard across like all grocery stores? Yeah, because they labeled them like from like the places where they come from. So, right. Like, when they come into the store, then you label everything. It's yeah. It's universal code. Like the distributors label them. How we label immigrants when they come into the country? <laughs> Damn. So yes, out of the, nowhere. Fruit and vegetables are the immigrants coming into the country from other places. Exactly. Now, now I understand. Now Fruits yeah. are the immigrants of grocery stores. What the fuck kind of analogy, bro? Yeah, that's. <laughs> I'm still struggling with that one, but it's. <laughs> Actually, now I know eggplant too. Off the top of my head. What is eggplant? Oh. Suck my dick. <laughs> Wait, That's does that mean there's like 4,081 different... No, nah, dude, they all start with four, I okay. think. I, oh, think. Okay. I was going to say. That's crazy. <laughs> I think they all start with four. Because uh, like bananas are 4011. And then okay, avocados okay. are 4025. But the reason, the the kind of... Uh, if So like Trader Joe's, everything is like per unit. Nothing's like weighted, right? So like it doesn't matter mm. if you buy like... Mm. biggest fucking watermelon it's gonna cost the same as like yeah, yeah i always i always buy the biggest onion or whatever i can yeah, yeah, I did that today yeah. i went to trader joe's today and that that i came to that realization when i was looking at the price i was like <laughs> yeah. this isn't per pound and i picked yeah. up i was looking at a potato and i was like no 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 put it back and found <laughs> yeah. a bigger potato yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> that's a that's a good hack for those of you who don't know but the thing would so at trader joe's like when you work there like you can tell like what things are organic what are not so like you can also like scan them as organic or not so yeah, yeah. uh and r- all the other grocery stores like the uh, there's a harry's teeter that i go to a lot and uh like i'll get like organic stuff and if it's like weighted per pound like i won't put in like i'll just put in the number or like whatever the thing is rather than the organic so it's a good way to hack this damn wait that's, so, that's actually hella yeah. smart you're a thief though yeah yeah it's but it's like a 40 percent upcharge man it's, uh, Dude, 40% is crazy, actually. You gotta, you gotta come up with like a grocery store cheat sheet and just start selling it for like $5 so people have these codes and they can just start getting organic groceries. I mean, honestly, that's actually a good fair. Idea. Yeah. To be fair, fucking codes are on a lot of the things, man. Like, that's like, fair. Like, the onions, like, I could put in the number of the onion or I could just scan it. Like, it's the same thing. Yeah. Like, uh, most of the like especially like the loose stuff like tomatoes and onions and potatoes maybe not potatoes mm-hmm. but uh avocados like they will have the stickers on them you can just read the stickers and you That's can game true. it like that so mm-hmm. you they also have money. those menu with the pictures right 
Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. Nothing stopping you from looking it up. So it's basically just on me. Yeah. It's like when people would do the memes like three years ago about going into Walmart and then typing in banana and then weighing a PS5 and then... You know, I've never seen this. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, actually, I don't think a know, lot of people got away with it, but... Um. We, we know some people from college who... Questionable characters. They would go to like grocery stores, get like $300 worth of stuff and just put it on the way, like the way machine, yeah. whatever, and just write, just enter cabbages. And then they would just, they would just walk out with all that shit. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah so it's hella if, fucked. <laughs> if the, the self-checkout area ain't monitored too well, we're not condoning it, but, uh, I wouldn't try it. You've I seen wonder it. You've how heard many it. people like game the system and self-checkout like per day in these states. I bet it's crazy. Like a crazy amount of people that do it. I think Dude, it should was, be, yeah. There was one time I accidentally did it at the hair studio that I was talking about. And they caught you? No, like I Ugh. had like packed up all my bags and then I realized like the front, you know, like the top part of the cart where like some people put like their handbags or whatever. No, oh, Like yeah. I left like a couple things in there. Like I had already brought my cart all the way like out. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, I'm not fucking going back inside. It's <laughs> $3.99 fucking thing. So like, whatever. <laughs> and I was like, oh, damn, how much can I fucking get away with? Like, yeah. Like, all right. Yeah, I remember I, when after Turin made his, like, punier career, I tried to do it myself. It didn't turn out that well. But the reason why I brought it up was because uh, I bought, like, I had to buy punier from the Indian store. Mm. And, like, when I was checking out, like, the store had, like, the, like, the, like, the COVID glass up. So, yeah. like, I didn't put, I didn't bring my, like, basket up. So, I was just, like, putting stuff in for my basket in, like, to give, to hand over to him. Mm-hmm. But then I realized I left the punier in the basket. But I only mm-hmm. realized that after I left the store, because, like, I had everything in a bag except the punier, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, shit. And I was thinking of going back in, but then I did You guys are, I'm just learning. You guys are bad people. Yeah, the first time I've ever been this now? Bad. <laughs> <laughs> but then I didn't feel bad, because I went there to get process, and they didn't have it. And I was mm-hmm. like, you know what? You deserve this. Have you ever Stop stole anything, Mahir? <laughs> No, you stole my heart. No. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I don't. No, at least not intentionally. And I can't think of a time where like I accidentally walked out with like an extra potato or something. <laughs> um, wait, let me think. No, yeah, this guy's too good, too pure. All right, yeah. live in New York for another few months. You'll, you'll and then, yeah. <laughs> Feel like I can rob a bank or something. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah, she just goes to jail. <laughs> I go to jail. What was your inspiration? Yeah, yeah, there are these four dudes that I talk to. <laughs> we finally get canceled. The day we get canceled, let's go. He stole Paneer. I robbed a bank. <laughs> we yeah. the same. Like, look what I did. Like, you guys, can I come back on the podcast? Yeah. I got a story. Yeah. Where are your uh, your one call from jail? I feel like that should be a goal of ours to like do a no. podcast through the the like the no. prison phone. You know what I'm talking about? Like I know the what gl- you're talking about, but legally I, I can't acknowledge that we should do that. <laughs> Wait, you're nearest to anything? Uh, no, I don't think so. Oh, are we gonna forget about that that one time? <laughs> what? You guys, you guys gonna forget about that time? About okay, yeah, we can forget about it. I'll forget about it too. Oh, um, the Tabasco. Is that what you're talking about? No, I didn't actually have anything in mind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, Mihir, you tell me if this is fucked or not, okay? Because they think it's okay, fucked. Man. I don't think it is. So you go to Chipotle, right? And they have the Tabascos there, right? <laughs> I know what you're going to say. Yeah. I know what you're going to you say. You take so, the Tabasco with you? Yeah. Yeah. I have a friend that's done this. What, do you, what is your oh, opinion? Oh, turn. <laughs> <laughs> what is your opinion? <sighs> okay, on one hand, I'm like, Chipotle is not going to care that you took it. So it's not really that messed up to mm-hmm. do it. And they'll replace it and take it. 
Okay, good. Because here my 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 <laughs> logic, right, is that like if I like I can fill up that little sauce cup, right, and mm-hmm. get Tabasco. I could also just keep filling it up and just take everything that's in that bottle if yeah, I wanted, yeah, yeah. or I could so just might take, as well take the bottle. Yeah, might as well just take the okay, bottle. Okay, that's fair. the The one friend that I have that did it, I was with him. This is the first time I saw it, and I asked him his reasoning, and he was like, "I'm anyways gonna finish this bottle with this bowl of Chipotle that I'm eating." So why not just take it? I saved them the effort of like throwing it away later. <laughs> and I was like, I don't believe you. And like maybe he was trying to prove the point by finishing it. Mm-hmm. But like genuinely he finished the bottle with his Oh my bowl. god. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, okay, in that case, if anything, Chipotle should pay you because they you took out their trash for them. <laughs> so like <laughs> well, also there's there's a couple of Tabasco flavors that they only sell in Chipotle's. So Is it the Chipotle one? I, I don't know what the the exact flavor names are, but it's pretty lit. Well, it's time for an ad, and we're back. Mihir, I heard you had some interesting questions that potentially you'd like to pose on the podcast. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have, like, random questions. I, I realize I've done this more that I've moved to New York now that, like, when I'm at, like, a dinner with people, maybe I don't know that well or the group is, like, just forming. So I'll just ask, like, random questions. One that for a while I talked about. I talked about this with – you guys know Yanni, right? Yeah. Talked about Yanni and Anuj. This was like a separate time we ended up talking about it. But so the question I, it was, would you rather know when you die or how you die? And you have to pick death a lot. Like how I die. Or like, I I think more about like what would happen after I die. Mm. You think about this a lot? What do you think is going to happen? Yeah. I used to think about like when I was growing up or even now too, I guess sometimes. Uh, I think, I guess more, I'm thinking more along the lines just like, like what would my legacy be, or like what, like what would oh. people think about afterwards? So a little more deep than that. But then also, then also, like what would the world, what would the world be after I die? But then, I guess I just think about the future in general. Uh, but do you I think, think the world would, would change after you after you die? Like material yeah, it should all go to shit. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you are the glue. <laughs> you are the glue of this world. <laughs> no, I don't think it would change that much. Um, maybe like my network would change or like the people with like in my life. Yeah. Uh, but you said how you die. Or but yeah. So die? like you can, you'll find out how you die or when you die. You, you have to learn about one of them. So there's no, like, I don't want to know either. Which one would you pick? For me, it's gotta be when you die, because if I know when, then I can do whatever the fuck until that day. And I know mm-hmm. I won't die. Okay. Okay. I Whereas like the yeah. same answer, but a different reasoning, like, I can make the most of that time uh, in between mm. now and then rather yeah. than just doing everything with no consequences, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess, I guess I could be really close to death by you could, doing something, forever. right? But yeah. <laughs> um, what about you, Ron? I don't know. I'm thinking about it. I'm trying to think like what would be more of a downside in knowing? Cause like on the, on the one hand, like if you know how you die, the potential of that, like being super depressing and that just like fucks you up mentally for a long time but then like that's the same thing as saying like the potential of you knowing you're gonna die like in like 24 hours or like next year or something yeah. like super soon yeah. that'd also be pretty upsetting as well well like my, so I my think thing more would, likely yeah, yeah sorry no no go ahead sorry. i think more likely i would want to know when i die just because i think how i die might fuck me up more <laughs> in a way what are some of the popular answers you heard from? uh when was uh yeah when was at least so i first asked this at like a dinner with like eight people mm-hmm. and everybody had picked when except me i picked mm. how mm. um 
And then I think the overwhelming response has been when for the most part. Mm-hmm. I think me and one other person has said how. Mm-hmm. My thing on like the when versus how is I think this is I approach it from a very like how what, what would be the word? Like a philosophical standpoint mm-hmm. of like mm-hmm. mortality, I think is a big part of what makes humans human. Yeah. And like not knowing when you're gonna die is part of that. So like why do people like uh I don't know, skydiving? Very like tangible example um of like okay there's like the thrill but okay why is it a thrill Mm -hmm. it's like oh you're facing something or at least my perception of it is you're facing mortality Mm -hmm. and to me it's like if i know when i'm gonna die and maybe this is just the way that like my head will start working is even if it's like you're gonna live to your 75 Mm -hmm. in my head i'm only gonna be thinking about how my life is now finite we all know it is it's not like i mean nobody's lived forever yet right but that's kind of my reason like i think if I know how I die, it only affects for me one part, which is, okay, I now know I'm going to get run over by a bus or like my dog's mm-hmm. going to eat me alive or something, right? Yeah. But it hasn't changed like that core human experience of like thinking about death, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like I, I think like Han's point of like, oh, I've been thinking about death a lot or what happens after. I think if I know when I die, it takes a lot of the, I don't know, the like... Not mystique, because that makes it sound like, oh, it's exciting and I want to yeah. figure it out. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think the gist of it is like the human, like I think a core part of human experience is thinking about mortality. Mm-hmm. And for me, when changes that and affects everything, but how only changes like, okay, cool, I know how I'm going to die now. Mm. But then um, won't do, do you, don't you live your life in fear knowing that could just happen like tomorrow? Yeah, that's like a good point. That's what, like, I get, my thing with like how you die is like, if it's something that's common, it's just, like, Oh, you die in your sleep. And of course, that usually yeah. happens when you get older, but that could easily just happen tomorrow, just randomly, because your body could. Just fucking fails on you or something. So it's like, Never I feel like it, if yeah. I knew that, I would get super paranoid about like... That's fair. It, again, it depends on how, like, what the answer is, like when you... When yeah. You no, that's a good point. I, I think like hearing that, like, couldn't you die at any moment? Is this, Like, couldn't you die from the means of which you'll die with with this knowledge Mm -hmm. but i guess like right now i could not wake up tomorrow not to be like morbid but it's like i could decide to because in your people walk across the streets all the time when it's red (laughs) it's like tomorrow i could just get hit and that's it right yeah um yeah like tune could be driving in the fog at night and just yeah yeah (laughs) yeah it's like foggy i'm like i like the fog tune likes the fog he had a different idea i had a different (laughs) (laughs) um but no i mean that's that's a very good point i I think like that part of it is what makes the human experience like that human. Make, yeah. fair, fair. Um, it, it is interesting though hearing people's thoughts on it because mm. um, like other people will talk about it in the extremes and like that's how they decide their decision. Mm. Like mm. think about the worst possible way you could die and like would you want to know that that's how you're going to die? Yeah, that's um, crazy. And I'm like that's a fair point because um, I went back and forth with a lot of people on this and like I think for me knowing an extreme example didn't change my like overall overarching thought on it Mm -hmm. which is like i would rather hear this extreme form of death Mm. than giving up that like mortality aspect of being human Mm. if that if that makes sense no i get that um i think like i thought of it more in like yeah like in the way that haran said like dying in your sleep or like dying of natural causes or like i just looked up like what the most common cause of death is and it's like heart disease yeah and yeah, I feel like if someone gave, like, if a genie gave, like gave me this question, I was able to like choose right, and I was able to get the answer. I feel like I wouldn't choose yeah. how because if you just said heart disease, disease, I was like, okay, like that could have that would have happened anyway. Like, you know what I mean? Like that could have happened anyway. 
Like I don't really gain yeah. anything from from this. But I feel like if I choose when, then like Christian was saying, I think my outlook on life would change or like how I live my life would change because like mm. not not that I have like invincibility, but I think um having that exact time might um like just yeah generally change like how I how I live yeah. my life. In a way, this could like create a paradox because, like, in my mind, you need if you know how you die, then that's that's obviously going to change how you lead your life, especially if something as like, mm-hmm. oh, you get, uh, like, I don't know, like, yeah, like heart disease or something where you like maybe like change the way you lead your life to like prevent that from happening, and then that becomes like that makes me feel like you're like essentially like kind of like time traveling in a way where you like skip to the end of your life, you know why you did, mm-hmm. and go back in time and try to fix things. And that's literally like fucking like plot for like all sci-fi movies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's interesting though, because I feel like, we, like if we had to guess based off like random statistics, mm. yeah, and somebody's gonna die from heart disease, and we all already know that. But it's interesting. This is I'm not saying like us five, but mm-hmm. it's more like, but people don't pay attention to their health in general for the most. Part. I mean, yeah. they try to, but right, it's like yeah. Yeah. okay, well, if everyone knows, knows it's, the most one is too late. <laughs> yeah, for the most part, unfortunately. Um. Wait, but that's interesting that Trin, you said that you're not gaining anything from knowing the how of like it being a heart disease. Mm-hmm. Everyone that I've talked to so far, it's like a risk minimization thought process rather than like a value add. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, both are gonna suck to know which one would I do I want to know less. But it sounds mm-hmm. like for you, knowing when adds more value to your life, and that's yeah. why you'd pick it. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. I think um That's interesting, yeah. That's a more positive way to think. I like that term. Because yeah, I, I think, I mean, it goes back to what Mihir said in the beginning, which is like, we're going to die anyway. Like, regardless. Like, we'll... Oh, wait, for the end of intro? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Mihir. We're going to die. Gonna die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, nice to meet you. We're all going to die. <laughs> that would be crazy okay, if you threw that out, dude. I would not know what to do with that. <laughs> like, are you okay? That would get edited out immediately. <laughs> You'd be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good outlook, though. I like that. Yeah. Let us know in the comments. You know, that'll be our question of the week on on our Ooh. Spotify poll. Yeah, you should do that. I, I'm interested to know because it was it was very interesting that like major the only other per- oh I'm trying to think if there's any common factor between the answers. Yeah. And I guess there's only been like two. I think one other person said how with me. So maybe I just got some weird way of looking at it. <laughs> but it is interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm wondering if like the overwhelming answer is going to be um, when yeah. with the poll. That would be interesting. We'll, we'll, you know, once we get a st- statistically significant sample size. Oh. Yeah. Yo, big okay, big okay. P-score out here, you know? Yeah. You got, you got a five on AP stats, right? Or something like that. Me? Hey, let's go. Me? Yeah, didn't what you? The? Didn't you? You said... Oh, you no, 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 no. Relax, bro. I think I got a three or a four. I got. A... I think you said your class was chill, but the. I thought you no, said stats no, was so like one of your favorite classes. No, stat, yeah, stats. I got like a C minus in, but I got a good grade on the AP score. But in psych, I got a hundred and two, and I got a two on the AP. So. <laughs> I love American education. I, I hate high school, man. Anyway. Yeah. Well, I have a crazy story about, uh, I think it was the AP Calc story. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody went in, I think it was like the BC exam, and they went in to take it. And he told us about this later. He like didn't know anything. So the first page, I think had a graph or something. He just drew a dragon and turned it in and left. Because he was like, <laughs> I'm going to fail this exam. 
Yeah. Uh, I don't think he studied for it either. I don't know why he was in the class, but <laughs> I mean, middle school me, or sorry, high school me was like, wow, that's crazy. Imagine paying $80 for that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you know, have fun. Yeah, I don't know what you can do, but man. have fun. There was some crazy shit for, for us, like in, in BC. So my school was like one of the newer schools in, in Loudoun County. Mm-hmm. Like I moved there. Um, and basically this new school was like kitted out with like all these like fancy calculators and like you could rent out iPads or whatnot and all this shit. Mm-hmm. Regardless, you could take the calculators home. And so these calculators like were like TI-80. I didn't even know. They were like TI-97s or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah. It was something crazy. Yeah, and yeah. you could basically like import like Word documents. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. people even use these calculators to emulate like Mario, yep. um, which <laughs> yeah. is crazy. Yeah. Regardless, people put like everything that you could ever know about BC calculus on this calculator <laughs> and took it into this exam. And you see, I remember like one of the first questions of the exam was like something that you wouldn't need a calculator for. You, see, you see so many people just looking at this calculator for so long. And they're not even typing the buttons. They're just like the arrow keys. I'm like, oh my fucking God. Dude, oh, even my bad, like ass backwards school knew not to fucking let bring, let, let kids bring their calculators home, bro. Mm-hmm. That's, well, the thing is, as soon as they're, as soon as the, the exam was done, they just did like, they went to the settings they, and did like a hard reset or whatever of the calculator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, um, we weren't allowed to take any calculators home and like any calculators yeah. we were allowed to bring in from like the outside were all like. If they were TIs, they were like the super simple ones that like you you couldn't do all that shit like you couldn't import yeah. like files or anything. My favorite thing about those stories is like the people did like so much to like get that information on the calculator. They just spent that much time studying. It <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I feel like yeah, if that guy that drew the dragon just like wrote something like not even anything, an- anything like anything related, he probably would have got it too. Like I don't, I don't yeah. think I've ever heard of anyone getting a one on an exam. Really? Yeah, I don't know what he ended up getting. I'd be I was so yeah. shocked. And like my like high school self, I mean, our high school was like super like school, 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 science yeah. fairs, competitive. And like high school me was like shocked that he turned it in so quickly because mm-hmm. I was like, did I just, am I stupid? Yeah. <laughs> why, why am I not done? After I heard about this, but in the moment I remember yeah. being like, yeah. ah, I'm going to fail this. Maybe his strategy was like, if I turn it in super fast, all these people will think I'm a smart and they'll fuck up on the exam, lower the average, now I get a higher yeah, score. Yeah, that, the mental that's game, the mental warfare respect. Yeah. That's some like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You think if I'm a fuck We're up, playing checkers, fuck up they're playing me. chess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is there any other questions you had? Yeah, I have one more that's okay. like uh, not as like deep. Okay. But so if you, so you're going to have rice for the rest of your life, right? And you're going to pick two toppings to have with it. Um, what would you pick? And this is like the only meal you can have. So it's going to be like these two toppings and rice for the rest of your life. What classifies as like a topping? Top. That's a good question. Um, uh, okay. So like, I want to say like kimchi, for example, is like allowed, mm-hmm. but I understand that's like a super complex topping, Yeah. but I'm allowing that just cause I feel like it's very commonplace. Mm-hmm. It's not like I'm going to make this crazy salad, like, and then add it to my rice. Right, so let's right. say like universally, we'll, we'll kind of like crowdsource what's accepted and not accepted. Okay. Let's put it that way. Like I assume like proteins aren't like, you know, a topping. Oh, so, okay. I guess topping is a wrong word then. Like you could pick, for example, like Just two things. grilled chicken okay. and like broccoli. Gotcha, gotcha, mm. right. If you really want to eat grilled chicken. Wow. That's a very. That's the most wow, like that, gym bro meal. Yeah. I realized <laughs> I said that. And like <laughs> That didn't even click. Like, okay. If you were to pick like uh, kimchi and like um bulgogi or something mm-hmm. 
and rice because mm. i feel like that's like another common one that isn't a gym pro dish yeah <laughs> um this is hard well i already eat rice pretty much daily even in, in okay. new york like i eat a fuck ton of rice um, yeah, yeah. And pretty much every day I will have like yogurt rice with like some sort of like mango pickle or some side of uh, Ooh, pickle. Okay, okay. Um, but that shit is like my comfort food. Like, so I don't know. But I, I feel like now that you've added like chicken and shit to the mix, like, yeah, I feel like it's basically like what other two ingredients? I guess ingredients is a better word than topping. Yeah. Um, what two other ingredients would you pick? I like I go I don't even know what my like concrete answer is for this I feel mm -hmm. like I go back and forth because every time every so often I'll ask somebody and they'll bring up something new mm -hmm. and I wouldn't have thought of that like I'm allergic to yogurt so I can't even eat that but all yogurt yeah all yo it's yogurt sour milk and buttercream those are the three that I can't have I'm not lactose intolerant yeah. um it's just those three. it's like the bacteria in yeah, yeah. Mm. um would you say sour milk or sour cream Sour cream, sour cream. Oh, okay. Sour milk. Do you like sour milk? <laughs> no, no, no. I, was like, I mean, if you like it. No, I, swear, cheese, I thought you said bro. sour milk, but I would have just got fucked up. No, no, no. Uh, sour sour cream, milk. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Okay, I can give I can give like some examples. Like, I think when I first thought about this, I was deep into like eating a lot of Korean food all the time. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to think of something that wasn't like a full meal because that kind of just felt like I was making a meal. Yeah. So I, I would say like a fried egg, kimchi, and then white rice. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people mention like they will use soy sauce as like one of their two. Like they will commit to wow. that. I was thinking about there. that. Like I was thinking about like, oh, if you use a sauce, is it like a waste of a slot, you know? You mm. use like uh, soy sauce or like sesame oil or something as like the, the first yeah. thing. Like, sriracha or whatever. Yeah. Um, but like, can you like say eggs and then like you can do like a fried egg, you know, like a hard boiled egg? Like, can you can you mix up? The uh, egg? No, you got to pick one. Oh, you got to pick one. Then fuck I think eggs. that's I think that's why people pick eggs, too, because if, yeah. if they're not going to pick a sauce, at least a fried egg is like runny. Because mm, yeah. also keep in mind, you're eating this for the rest of your life. Yeah. And you might die if you eat eggs every day, bro. Your cholesterol, <laughs> like your life is going to be like three months. Um, hey but if you know when you're gonna die you're chilling yeah, exactly hey. this, this is a, this is a, a it's all it's question. all working together uh, i mean so i think chicken i guess okay i don't know what kind of chicken though like i i would i would think like longevity wise fried chicken just like can't be there <laughs> like it's just not a sustainable food to eat for yeah, yeah. every day what about sure. air fried chicken even then Ooh. man like you're adding like the the breading is just so like mm -hmm. regardless of how it's fried like yeah. it's just a mm. i don't know i'm trying to think of vegetables like for some reason the first vegetable that popped in my head was cucumber just chicken like cucumber cucumber is a fruit i think <laughs> oh boy we got a whole another question i guess i mean it, yeah, it has no, seeds right. if you that's are like technically that. right but but cucumber is tastes more like a vegetable than a fruit yeah 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 Oh, this is wow! That's crazy you asked that because I was gonna ask you guys another question related to this, <laughs> which is which is like, what word do you associate to raw vegetables? What uh, like adjective? Okay, I guess I'm trying not to give options because mm. I want to see if you come up with yeah, like what would you associate as the flavor profile to raw vegetables? Not texture because I feel like people are just gonna say crunchy for that. Like the flavor oh. profile. What does a raw cucumber 
Like, I guess it's well, okay, cucumbers yeah, and fruit. Though. Okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> but I, I guess we gotta have this discussion too. I would say broccoli because, like, you're saying, like, the roughness. Oh, <laughs> you said about the other question. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, I meant it as like a, I meant it as like a pick an adjective to describe yeah, yeah, yeah. what raw vegetables taste like. Yeah. Is broccoli Bro- an adjective? Broccoli's my adjective. <laughs> no, no, I think no. you was talking about his topic. <laughs> oh, I was so confused. No, so like. Earthy. Earthy. Okay, okay. Earthy's a good one. Like, raw vegetables probably aren't dirty, but, like, they have that, that you know, mm, like... Uh, I see, I see. Unhomogenized, like... Unhomogenized. <laughs> you know? I, I gotta hear you finish the sentence. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta I don't say know you, you, know, you plucked it right out of the ground, you know? Uh, <laughs> I'm assuming you're gonna wash it and, like... They're yeah. GMO. They're GMO and stuff. I guess that's that's what I mean. Like non-GMO. Like they're they're all oh, natural, okay, okay, naturally okay. grown. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, like in somebody's backyard, you know. Mm, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess I was going. I was trying to see if anybody would say it's like sweet. Like, do you guys consider raw vegetables like sweet when you eat them? I'm trying to think. Not, is it sweet? Yeah, sweet. Like when you bite into like a snap pea. That's an oddly specific mm. pea, but like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, isn't it? Isn't it a little sweet? No, yeah, I see. I see what you're saying. That's true. That's your, that's your but then when they're cooked, my mind would never go there to generally describe. I don't think I've profiled raw vegetables because I never thought about them like that. So. Mm. They, that's fair. These are. I have a lot of just like random, no, okay. <laughs> random thoughts. Let's like, keep going. Another. Oh, you want? One? Why are sea cucumbers the only marine animal named after a vegetable? Like, there's got to be... Like, okay, why aren't corals sea cauliflower? <laughs> <laughs> like, I got to know the... Which Dang. came first? Like, was it the cucumber? Was it I the can see why cucumber? you wouldn't do it with your friends, man. This is what, <laughs> this is what, this is what here thinking when you're in Seattle looking out at the lake. It just, yeah. <laughs> I had a lot of thought. Like, a lot of time, I just look at them and be like, hmm, sea why cucumbers. Are, why are you that way? No, that's, that's interesting. Yeah, but like, which came first? Like... The, the fruit or the color orange? Ooh. Well, I think there is an answer. Definitively, but... the fruit came first. <laughs> because in order to name the fruit an orange, it had to have exist. Oh, I see. Well, I hope the oranges existed like way before people came up with the language English to describe an orange. Yeah. So they probably just called it like that thing. <laughs> that's english but yeah yeah that's my that's my take on it Imagine, Wait, what do you guys think i don't know if, if like they had like switched the names of the colors like red and orange would we be calling them reds there actually is an answer out there somewhere i just was you know on, yeah, yeah. on the lines of uh i think i would i would think the fruit came first but because because just because like like just like i think if well maybe not then like, uh, how would you know what to call it? Describe its color. If you like, it's where do where do like, I know like oranges are popular in like Florida and stuff, but like, where do they usually grow? Like in the rest of the world, it can grow in many places. Like, yeah, I just don't know like where it's like. What's like the popular market of oranges in terms of, like worldwide? I'd Where's the birthplace of like an orange? Yeah, because like, I think that would be very important to my answer. Because like, point. if it was, if it's like in Europe somewhere. Where like where you know more civilized civilizations were like being created. Yeah, I mean I think you can grow orange like oranges are grown in Asia. 
Okay. I, I mean, I am completely basing that off absolutely nothing. I could be wrong. <laughs> I think so the Asian, I'm like, yeah, the Asian calling it orange. I no, I, honestly, what went through my head was Mandarin, the language, and Mandarin orange. So like, <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, let me let me fact check this before I make a claim. <laughs> Wait, I okay, just brought up another... back to Mayor's first question. Wait, did everyone either? Uh, I didn't give my answer. I think. I think. Yeah, Jared you didn't give the rice topping answer. answer. Yeah, 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 I was. See, I think I misunderstood the question first because I was thinking like, uh, eggplant, bok choy, stir fry, but I don't know if that like counts. Because I guess in stir fry, I'd also put in like onions and shit. So yeah, like, yeah. Like yeah. you can pick bok choy. Bok choy and eggplant yeah. with rice is actually not a bad combination. I that sounds say. pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. No, like, I, I, I would eat that. I just love I eat it every day. So then my, my, my uh, secondary answer was like more boring and it was like grilled chicken and hummus. Hummus? Oh, hummus, hummus and rice? Better. Yeah, I've done that, but that's like when I, I, I just I just like something. Though so. <laughs> I just like hummus, <laughs> and like hummus and chicken, hummus and grilled chicken and rice, just kind of just like uh, almost. Ooh, like I guess hummus is like a like, sauce, yeah. And like hummus is kind of filling too, so yeah, it'd be better yeah, than like yeah. the like the traditional white sauce. It's good for you too. Yeah. It's good for you. Yeah. So. Wait, you know, is yours going to be the yogurt and? The, yeah, I think it has to be. I couldn't think of anything. That's a good. Yeah, yeah. yeah brown boy, God. Yeah, all all the Indian listeners are gonna be like, yes, him, (laughs) yes. That's all we have, really. (laughs) Harsh is MIA because he got fucking called into work. But I knew this dickhead was gonna say peregrine rice or some shit, bro. Yeah, bro. I hate this shit. (laughs) It's crazy. That's yogurt rice for our listeners that aren't as cultured as Christian. I can't believe Christian knows Telugu now, bro. That's actually nuts. You better find a way. Oranges are grown in Asia. I figured it out. I'm not a racist. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Actually, it's pretty much the south of every continent, uh, which is really strange. So it's closer so to the equator. Climates, yeah. No, because the south of Australia is nowhere near the equator. Uh, uh, you said a thousand. But Australia, you have to flip it around because it's under. <laughs> so the north. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What about South Africa? <laughs> tell me how close South Africa is to the equator. Do you want me to tell you how close South Africa is to the equator? No. I, Wait, you said the I south of every continent. Wait, what? I'm so yeah. Confused. So, like, south of Asia, like, in it says on this map, like, India, Sri Lanka, and then there's, like, Cambodia, south of China, like, so south of Asia. Australia, mm-hmm. like, in the southeast corner of Australia. There's Wait, like, the Island. south corner or, like, the south north corner? Uh, south Africa and, like, uh, Madagascar <laughs> are colored okay. in. Yeah. Uh, like Spain is colored in part of Italy is color, colored in so that's like south of that part of Europe mm. and you got you got like Florida and like Cuba and Haiti and all them places and, and California that doesn't really fill out and then okay South America is kind of like spotted but does that have to do out. with the sun? probably I mean those are mostly tropical-ish areas other yeah. than the Europe one um even then, they get a lot of sun. Yeah. So, yeah. Hmm. Let's go. Huh. So, uh, who Ooh, knows? Okay. <laughs> who knows what came first? <laughs> Literally just, and that actually sells nothing. But, um, yeah. That's but, great. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I feel like I have to take over here because, uh, as I just mentioned, um, Harsh has been called in uh, on duty. For his job. Yeah. So, uh, 
I, I mean, I'm definitely not the one to start this topic, but uh, we've been told that you are a LeBron fan. Now, you must know that Haran and I are very much the quite opposite of that. Um, oh. I, I appreciate I appreciate LeBron and what he's done for our LeBron game. LeBron fucking hates basketball. I don't. But Harsha, Harsha is, is a, like, uh, if he didn't marry his current wife, like, LeBron was the second choice. Like, oh. Like, it's... I would say LeBron, LeBron was, was first, this, but like LeBron, LeBron was, was not aware of this. But oh, he was. LeBron choice. already has a wife too, so yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, I think LeBron was first choice. It's just LeBron's very unattainable, you know, generally. So yeah. he had to default to. Yeah, I, I, I would argue Harsha is unattainable for LeBron. We can get into that discussion. About day. <laughs> oh, uh, anyway, <laughs> just tell us about LeBron, man. Like we've heard everything there is to know about LeBron through Harsha, but like. What, what, yeah. what draws you to yeah 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 this um guy? so yeah, yeah so i started watching basketball um when when he was like first on the like calves mm-hmm. and i had never watched basketball before hadn't really been socialized to it either and he was like the first person i started watching mm-hmm. like my biggest pull for i guess starting to like him and still like him is the way he plays the game mm-hmm. and like for me i was like this is amazing like i love this guy mm-hmm. um so that was like what really at the beginning pulled me to become a LeBron fan. Um, Cause I personally, I think this is kind of just how I am generally. It's like, I think a lot before I do things. And like, to me, that's what LeBron does. Maybe he doesn't. You I don't still know. chose LeBron. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> After you're done, I have a comment um, on this, but yes. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, so that's how I got into it. And then <clears throat> I, uh, what do you call it? That summer, or it was around then, or maybe a couple of mm-hmm. years later, I was doing like online gym and we had to get like two hours of uh, like workout in every day. Mm-hmm. So I just started to play basketball. Mm-hmm. And I like mimicked my exact game out after LeBron. Because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, you know, this you is going to work. You are as big as him. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to I was gonna say, soon I realized I'm not 6'8", like 270. <laughs> I'm, I'm nowhere near that. And like it, it worked going up because like everyone, yeah. like I was generally shorter, but like everyone was around right. my height. So mm-hmm. it kind of worked. Because um, I remember the other guy that I was playing with at the time, he exclusively shot threes. Like, he would never drive in. And I exclusively would never shoot threes. I would only drive in. <laughs> and so it was, like, an interesting dynamic. But, but yeah, that's kind of, like, where my appreciation mm-hmm. for him started. And then, like, I guess we can get into more. But everything else is, like, yeah, just watching him play. I enjoy the way he plays. And then also, like, off the court, I really respect the way he carries himself. But I feel like people don't hate him. I don't think anybody hates him for, like that stuff like i mean maybe get right. Right. it sounds like no i think it I sounds think, like I think it's pretty clear that lebron is terms like of like the greatest nba players ever i think lebron is probably like has like the best off the court antics compared to anyone else like i mean he always because you don't give that faith it's nah true. man the whole china stuff man that that was okay really yeah, that's one time though i feel like it, it, what's the china stuff like made a mistake bro he he's was... not given as a as a person that likes to shit on lebron fans he off the court <laughs> he's never he's never really given me enough ammo to really like uh feel the good argument so i will say he goes quiet on a lot of social issues that a lot of people don't go quiet. Mm. Or maybe not a lot a lot's probably unfair mm. but a significant number of like things that are yeah. trying to play it fair like the mm-hmm. there was probably I, I think a lot of just in general a lot of people do that too in, in sports yeah but he because he speaks up so much about other things when he doesn't speak up about these 
other that's topics, mm. it's more noticeable. That's mm. more the thing rather than like he's built up a standard that he like most of the time will speak out about things. So that when, like, he just to give an example, sense. like he obviously speaks up a lot about when there's a lot of issues against African American communities and other communities that yep. he's grown up with. He's seen all this stuff, but like when things are going on, like in like currently right now, like in the Middle East, he, yeah. he hasn't said anything about it. So then, like, just be, yeah, it seems that he doesn't care about things that don't apply to him. That's what the perception is. That's probably not true, but that's the perception. Mm. That's my point. Uh, but fuck him. <laughs> Mihir, what's your what's your thoughts on the I Promise School? Oh my <laughs> god. Oh god. <laughs> um like okay. My general <laughs> take is like if it wasn't there, it's gonna be like I think society's worse off with him not doing it. So really? I think you can nitpick like all this stuff around the I Promise Wait, School. Has anybody made this argument to you before or no? I don't think so. No, 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 no. No, no. 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 I mean, I nobody's really asked me about that. I promise school before. People get into LeBron. It's usually not one of the first ten questions that somebody. Yeah, asks I was like, because recently I discovered the fact like, that I was pulling from the archives. Because yeah. recently I discovered that um, out of the whole class <laughs> at the I promise school, no one passed a math test. Not one. Yeah. What the fuck? I I heard this too. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, uh, I. <laughs> I think a lot of the value from the I Promise School also, I think more so comes from the community mm-hmm. it gives these kids versus like the, ideally the education would be there and they would be passing these. Yeah. I'm hoping they all didn't draw dragons on their AP Calc test. Like maybe that's what the class was. It's like, hey, everyone gets to hang out. But by the way, here's a dragon. Here's <laughs> yeah. the grid for what you're going to draw it on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of the value from that comes from like the community it gives them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. But I will say, yeah, like I mean, I don't really like LeBron because like I don't know. I just it's just because Harsha loves him. That's why. That that is a big that is a big draw. Uh, that is a huge draw for me. I, I will say uh, it is. It might be that we talk more about LeBron than Harsha does to us at this at this rate. Honestly, yeah, I think so too. But that's I think growing, growing up, well, I think I, I don't. Like I don't. More. I didn't know Harsha growing up like Turin did, mm-hmm. and even and like I, I guess like I was like. Sometimes I see on Facebook like him post about LeBron. I was like, or it's an old post. That's about LeBron crazy. Pop up. Um, uh, but like that's like when I was a mid stupid ass post back in middle school where I would be like talking about like every like Liverpool game and no one gave a shit about soccer, so no one would even yeah, react yeah. with me anyway. Uh, but I feel like Harsh is actually not that. Like I've met like worse LeBron fans than Harsha in my lifetime. I will say I feel like. In general, fans that are like super outwardly supportive of a player or team automatically become really annoying. And I think that's why also teams get hate for that or mm. teams or players. Yeah. Um, like a nude, bro. I fucking hate the heat just because that guy. <laughs> the heat. Yeah. Okay. I I think the Kobe fans are the worst to me. <laughs> like, mm. okay. I, I think some are like just actually delusional when they're like, Kobe is the goat. And I'm like, yeah. there's so yeah, many. Should we, should we talk about this? I don't know. The post yeah, I'm, you're getting too, too hot. Is this getting too hot right now? Wait, are you guys, like, are you guys said Kobe stands? No, no, no. I liked, I liked Kobe growing up. Because uh, yeah, I, yeah. I started watching basketball when, like, he was on TV a lot. And, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, everyone would be, like, whoever was, like, on fire, like, in like even elementary school, like, on the playground, like, playing basketball, they'd be like, oh, Kobe's going off. And they'd all be like, yeah, oh, yeah, like yeah. Kobe, 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 everything. And then they would want, like, two chips in a row. Um, but like, yeah, I think now, like after that, like when I actually watched more NBA and like got to know other players and like the history of the game, 
I think I then got a clear picture where like Kobe stood in like all time rankings. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll fuck it. I'll just say it. like after he died, I think, and like it was a very tragic death, and like. No, you don't gotta say all that, bro. I know you don't care. It's fine. Just t- say no, what no, you no, need no. to say. Oh, uh, oh she came back. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. <laughs> oh, let's go. Can't, can't defend this man. Sorry, Sorry guys. guys. Um, but anyway, after after oh. Kobe passed away, and like ESPN, of course, had to like first give like his flowers to Kobe and all this stuff. But then, yeah. of course, at COVID happened, and everyone got bored to like, where does Kobe rank in the all time yeah, yeah. list? And then last yeah, games yeah. came out, and everything came out. Like, oh, I think I think we there was a lot of. A little too much sympathy showed towards Kobe in the all-time rankings that that should be that should have been shown to him. Um, he's still like all-time great, but he doesn't. His yeah. resume does not compare okay. to LeBron, not even close. I, I will say this: I, I, I will try and no. be a little more fast because now the harsh is here. <laughs> I should. I want Harsha to go off on all the things we just talked about, but uh, I grew up in New England, and so like I'm a Celtics fan, so obviously I hate LeBron and Kobe. So it's you know best of both worlds over here. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, my like best friend who like played basketball growing up was like a Kobe stan. So like I've been I've been through everything, man. <laughs> like I know yeah. all the arguments. Uh, so like I dealt with it forever. I will say I agree with Ron's point a little bit. Like people that put Kobe like in the top like five to eight are like fucking ridiculous, and even the top ten is kind of like kind of insane to me. Uh, he's got enough to be like in the range after that yeah yeah. uh but yeah i do think people romanticized his career a little bit after he passed away so harsha welcome back to the conversation um hey so i don't know if you guys just want to talk about lebron a little bit or you just want to react i don't know how much you've heard of what we just said but uh i haven't heard it i think that i think that tldr was like i'm a huge lebron fan Oh, nice. But we hadn't gotten into LeBron yet, but I just mentioned, like, I feel like Kobe fans are, like, super delusional. <laughs> like, Dude, super Harsha delusional. hated Kobe fans all his life. Um, mm. and, then, and then when LeBron went to the Lakers, Harsha was, yeah. like, really kind of upset because he was like, oh, now I have to, like, coexist with these Kobe fans, kind of. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if that's true or not. Harsha, I'm going to give the floor to you. You've been away for far too long. Please talk for 15 yeah, minutes. Yeah, hit us straight. with it. Yeah, but LeBron's better than Kobe, man. I don't even think it's a discussion. Dude, they're friends, uh, man. Like, why don't we just talk nicely about both of them? Shut the fuck they're up, Ron. Yeah, Shut the Ron, fuck let up. Let this man talk. Yeah, we can, you know. Uh, they're friends, so it's cool, but LeBron's just better. Uh, and that's why they're friends, because both people who, you know, they know the facts. You know, LeBron, LeBron's a goat. <laughs> um... What are we talking? What else? What, the, what are we arguing about? <laughs> no, I don't think I don't there's think an argument we made here. Oh, good. Okay, we were good. just kind of talking. Yeah. Do you guys remember that the the LeBron Kobe like ESPN uh, puppet show that would they would do the Nike ads? The Nike yeah. ads, yeah. Oh no, he's doing the Nike ads. That's my fucking Dwight Howard ruined those finals, man. LeBron would have won. I, I would. He ruined it by playing that. well. <laughs> Dwight Howard and Rashard Lewis and Hito Turkoglu ruined it, man. Hito Turkoglu. That's crazy. It was also crazy is that Dwight didn't make that uh, top 75 list. Yeah, that's wild. That I, think, I think that was like the fun. biggest like L of that list. Yeah, over Like Lillard made it over him, which was very questionable. Yeah. Clay. Yeah. Even did, did Anthony Davis make did, it? Clay yeah. making that list is yeah. crazy to me. Yeah. Clay is... I don't know about Clay. Whole different... Whole different ball game. Uh, 
Harsha, I think I only have one question for you, which is to reiterate a question we talked about earlier. Uh, would you rather know when you die or how you die? When? Uh, what did you guys say? All of us said when, except Mahir. I said a discussion about it, though. Yeah. Why would you pick, or I guess, uh, what's your reasoning for one over the other? Honestly, I hope it's not on a fucking work call on the Monday night. You know, I hope that's not how I die. But uh, I think uh, when kind of like time boxes my life for me and allows me to like plan, you know, to figure out how I can make the most of it, whether it's like in a couple of years or hopefully longer. But I think how would make me, would make it my like, even though I, I know it's the inevitable, like kind of make myself like work against it, mm-hmm. even though I feel like I'll be wasting my time. Like maybe it's like, whatever uh i don't want to say plane crash but uh like uh you know <laughs> but like yeah you feel like a plane crash though then like you'd be scared like any you never fly again yeah yeah like yeah i would i feel like i would avoid some things like unnaturally uh and then what if you uh, crash uh, the plane yeah live in fear what <laughs> sorry what? sorry what? Sorry, what? Is this another one of your like fog things? Where you <laughs> fly in the fog? <laughs> to fly in fog. <laughs> or, or let's just say it's like a more natural, like a heart attack or something. Like mm-hmm. I would like just stop eating junk food or like whatever. Then you know. But the thing is, like, I'm just losing out. On but if the answer is like, like Haran kind of touched on this a little bit. Like, if if the answer is like heart attack, you're gonna die of a heart attack regardless of if you eat. Either yeah, don't true. eat junk food, yeah. So, I think if I died from a heart attack versus like you know any other natural, I don't know what that would do for me. I don't, I don't think that's much more information than I feel like knowing when is way more for like you know. How that's interesting because because I feel like everyone I've talked to about this, they've they've most people have said when, um, but they've always said it from the standpoint of like how can I minimize my risk, or sorry, how can I minimize like the damage mm-hmm. of knowing something. Whereas both you and Tyrion had the exact same answer or reasoning, which is like, which answer gives me more value to my life, which is very interesting to me. That's like, cool. Oh, I think- nice. I didn't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> you guys on the exact same wavelength. <laughs> I think also for me, it's like, I sometimes I think about like, if I die tomorrow, like would I be happy with what happened in my life so far? Mm-hmm. And like, that shit depresses me. So I think that also adds to like the when. I think if I just knew when, that would like take out like a big mental block in my life. <laughs> so then like I can like stop questioning those things and then just like kind of live life as it is, just knowing that I have an expiration date at some point. But I guess that's more of like my perspective than like a yeah. Is the day before when I know when the day before that day we're gonna have the biggest party? It'd be crazy. <laughs> would you ca- would you cash out your whole bank account? Whatever. Like Eighty years old. <laughs> let's let's huh? say let's say it's like let let's let's just say you don't have like kids, right? Would you like just mm-hmm. cash out like your whole anything any money you have to just throwing like the biggest thing ever? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't you wouldn't you wouldn't you wouldn't give I mean, any money to your parents i would give i would give money to my wife and my parents <laughs> but once you know that's all squared away the rest of it yeah we're gonna have a good hey, time. how about your brother huh not my brother no. he, he's good <laughs> <laughs> what would you do if you could do anything for know. this day before actually? i don't know i i feel like that that's what i would spend like 
you know, the next whatever, mm, how many years. So you're not just yeah. trying to figure it out. Yeah. You spend every day except the last planning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he sends out a particle invite for like 46 years in the future. <laughs> Save the date. Save the date. <laughs> Save the date. <laughs> Would you invite everyone you ever knew? Ever knew? No. I think I would. Because exactly. I'd just be like... Would. would you remember everyone that you ever knew? I could, I could probably figure it out. Like there's a paper trail for that now as opposed to like... You know, back in the day. Let's say you had that information. Would you do it? Fuck no, dude. There's so many. No, people. I would not. I would not invite any of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? Maybe, maybe me here. Maybe me here. Maybe me here. Hey, let's go. I mean, here's part of my next uh, evolution <laughs> in life. You guys, you guys are the whole <laughs> phase, second phase. Bro. You, you'd invite the guy that started this conversation with. Have we met before? <laughs> 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 do I know you? <laughs> the start of a great friendship. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'll wait for LeBron to retire and then Mima here will be a good friend, I think. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he's going to retire anytime soon. That's true. That's true. He will. That's, that's, that's goat longevity. <laughs> Today I was thinking about um, how many pictures I've been in um, by people, uh, taken by people that I don't know. As in, like, if people, if somebody's oh, taking okay. a picture of a view, like, I wonder how many pictures on their phones I'm in. It's got to be thousands, hundreds of thousands, right? Ooh. At this rate, that many? It could yeah, be hundreds of thousands. Okay. It could be. It could be. Yeah, that's you're popular. Yo, I've been around. Like, bro. Photos in your house right now? Is someone in your house right now? No, but I, it could be literally anywhere, anytime. Like, I, I even if I'm like a speck, right? Like in the in the background, like that counts. Like fucking NASA. Sure, I think you know? hundreds of thousands is way too much. Really? Yeah, you're not. You're not. Like, I feel like I'm not out and about. What about a hundred thousand? I think that's, that's a lot. So <laughs> I would probably go like 10,000. I feel like it's, I don't know. I don't know how to estimate this. Because Wait, dude, just like. First of all, like we haven't had like cell phones for like, first of all, like maybe what, half or like a little bit more, a little bit less, right? a little bit less. Yeah, yeah, whatever. but he also means like pictures that other people take. Yeah, I know. But like what, that also probably started when we had cell phones, right? For the most part. That's not true. Yeah. I thought it was in a lot of we had some cameras. But like, but it like, even like counts background. if someone uses like a like a DSLR and like you're like yeah. a, like a nice camera. and I'm standing in front yeah. of the Statue of Liberty. You have something. to average. You have to. You have to average like ten or more pictures a day of yourself, like every day. Like somebody's doing that. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's a lot. Wait, does like uh, security cameras count? Oh, I didn't even think about that. Oh, oh shit. Okay, if security oh, that's camera counts, and then it's but like those are videos. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. I guess like security cameras don't count because someone is not actively taking those. Right? That's like that's like a uh, like that's just there. True. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Huh. I think my number is higher because when I went to tech and I worked at the athletics games, people would always like take pictures. Oh, like, oh I'm at the football game or I'm at the basketball game. Nobody went to the volleyball games, but I'm at the volleyball games. Uh, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. That was unnecessary. <laughs> I was at the volleyball game. Uh, you worked there. <laughs> I was the one where I didn't work. Anyway, uh, but yeah. So like those kinds of things, I think my number is a little mm. more inflated just because of the happenstance. But like when you go to concerts and like, yeah, if you sit like in the lower bowl, like your head's going to be on some like fucking yeah. 3,000 people's That's picture. Yeah, true. If you've been like to um, like two mosh pits, your your numbers are probably strong. Yeah, high. <laughs> so there's a lot of variation Ooh, based on what you do. Mm. Like if you, like if we began this podcast talking about hiking, bro, if you, all you do is hike, bro, you're you're in the single digits, man. Like, <laughs> 
ain't, ain't nobody doing that shit. So it, I think there's a lot of variation. Uh, People just catching the train. <laughs> <laughs> hey, be more exciting. I don't know what to tell you. That's a good point. I don't know what my number would be. How should make a model and, and send it to me, dude? A model. This guy just got called into work and you just ask him to do more shit, bro. That's so fucking good. Dude, cool. Harsha loves this stuff, bro. He loves doing that. That does sound exciting. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> That'll be my passion project. Harsha does not look happy with this project idea. Uh, I will say that. Harsha doesn't look happy, how about that? Just. <laughs> <laughs> we'll cheer you up one day, buddy. We'll cheer you up by. Ending this episode here. We want to thank everyone. That was sweet. That was We want to thank everyone for listening, and we would definitely want to thank Mihir for coming on. Mihir, is there any final words, message, something that you'd like to leave to the audience? Also, plug if you have anything to plug. Uh, nothing to plug, but I do appreciate you guys bringing me on. This is very interesting conversation. This this was like the you know it's like. The interesting conversation sometimes. Mm-hmm. This is that sometimes. Yeah. At least I hope when, when people <laughs> listen to it. No, but but I appreciate you guys. This is a lot of fun. Um I don't know if I have anything else I want to say. That's so good, man. I hope LeBron's I get to meet the rest Le- of you. You can say LeBron's a goat. Yeah, Jordan's oh, a goat. LeBron is the goat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But okay, okay. I- I'll say this about that. Okay. That I think LeBron is a goat, but I understand when oh, people think Jordan you. is. Dude, Mayor's yeah, yeah, yeah. the best on LeBron fan, yeah. man. <laughs> Did I say that? Okay, you never said that. that. You never said that. Actually, one of the happiest days on this podcast that you had was when I said that, like, unequivocally, LeBron has to be the goat because the game has changed and now, like, the game's it's harder yeah, now. True. So he's better than LeBron and Jordan. Or sorry, uh, he's Kobe and <laughs> Kobe, Kobe and Jordan. <laughs> I think the icon of Jordan will never be beat, but I don't think that's a pro. I don't think that's a defense for Jordan's goat status, and I don't think that's a. Thing that takes away from George, uh, LeBron's like goat status either. I think that's a he came first. Oh, I do have a hot. T- well, okay, we're ending it, but like, oh, no, I, I think if LeBron it. came before, I think if LeBron came from before Jordan, I don't think the debate would be close at all. I think it would be LeBron easy. Um, that's a discussion for another time, but yeah, that's my hot take. I like. I actually like that. I wanna. I wanna start. You guys should think that. about it and like. Yeah, I don't know. I Maybe think you guys can talk me, about it next time. For me, just closing thoughts. I think an on a six and zero record in the finals is hard to top, and I don't think. Oh my god! And I, that's, that's just my. That's my take. That's my take. I think. That's fair, I think yeah. Jordan's a serial winner, and I think that's. For, that's why I always have him over LeBron, even though I respect LeBron okay. as a player. Yeah, yeah. That's why when Jordan got tired, or he thinks. Okay, end the podcast. End the podcast. Yeah, we'll leave it there. Uh, thanks again, here for coming on. Um, of course. We are available on all platforms of Spotify, Hulu, YouTube, uh, Netflix, TikTok, etc., so on and so forth. Find us anywhere at an interesting discussion, mainly on Instagram where we post great posts of our um, episodes. Be sure to give us a follow and keep listening and uh, follow Mahir uh, as we, uh, you know, credit him in the Instagram. Uh This is getting really choppy, but I'm going to leave you here. Thanks, everyone, for coming on. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye.